Cliche Podcast with your host, me, Miss Easy. Yes, that's my real name. And no, my middle name is not Is. So don't even start. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, it's about, well, me, my journey, and my observations. I provide tips and advice that I have found beneficial in hopes that it resonates with you, or at the very least, you can find helpful. I want it to be as interactive as possible, so I invite you to leave comments, questions, and overall feedback in my email, MissEasy at HowCliChePodcast.com, or visit our Instagram page, HowCliChePodcast, and I will address them on the show. So with that being said, let's get into it. Forward now. cliche podcast episode three titled catch lights not feelings so in keeping with uh, getting to know me i figured it's time to tell you what it is that i do for a living while i would love for this podcast to pay me i'm gonna reach there yet <laughs> i'm not there um yet but for now i do have a job can anybody guess what that job is did you guess flight attendant because <laughs> that's what i am i've been told that i sound look and act very much like a flight attendant and that it's a perfect job for me. I did not agree in the beginning, okay? I was adamant actually against it. And I could just slap the old me, the ignorance. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> this is the best job. When I tell you I love my job, guys, I work for JetBlue Airways and I absolutely love, love, love it, okay? I'll get into all the benefits of it later, but for now, um, yeah, no, I really, truly love my job. Let me run it back a little bit to tell you how it is that I got here. As a child, I grew up thinking I was going to be a doctor. As I told you, I'm an island. So for us, the quintessential job, um, at least in my time, was to be a doctor. You know, when you had a child that was a doctor, that said a lot. When you said, I'm a doctor, that commanded a level of respect that was just up there. So I was going to be a doctor. And I carried that thought all the way up into college. Clearly, it stopped. Because <laughs> I am not a doctor. Sorry, mommy. <laughs> um, yeah, I... <clears throat> I went to school and I did every program that was geared towards medicine. I did summer programs that had rotations in it to figure out what specialty I was gonna have. I mean, I was really on the path. And I got to college and I had a professor named Dr. Fox. And it went up in smokes. <laughs> My dream blew up, guys. It literally blew up. I failed chemistry and I had never failed a class before, especially not in one in science or math or anything, because those are so exact. I mean, it's right or wrong. I was a rule follower, so it's really simple. You know, you do this, you do this, and that's how you get the answer. And for the life of me, I just couldn't figure it out. Balancing equations was annoying. The periodic table was annoying. I hated the gases. I hated when we figured out that particles and wave can operate on the same thing and it became quantum physics. I hated it, guys. I hated it. And I remembered, oh my gosh, I have to do more of this. I have to do a lot more of this. This is just the beginning. Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> I had to retake the class and I barely scraped by. Okay. I barely got a C. And I started to realize that same thing with, with biology, by the way, I hated the plants. I hated how it is that they got their food. I hated how it is that they were broken down. I couldn't stand anything. And then when I got to um, the bones and stuff, ugh, I was even more annoyed. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is so annoying. I don't want to do this. And um, even though I understood that I didn't want to do it, because it was such a dream for me for so long, I was still sad because I'm like, well, now what? 
I was such a goody two-shoe and such a straight and arrow student that it was weird to not have a plan. So then I'm like, okay, what next? Maybe I should do, I still like math, so maybe I should do accounting. All right, that sounds like a good job. Yeah, I'm accountant. Go online, look up how much accountants make. Oh, yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> I'm going to be an accountant. So then my last two years of college, um, I did that. I went to um, I went to school to be an accountant. And then I broadened it by saying, eh, no, I'm going to do finance because maybe that'll give me more you know, opportunities. So I did finance. Got out of school, got a good job. I mean, literally landed right into corporate America. Had a great position that um, allowed me to sit with VPs, have you know, be a part of meetings um, that you know would would kind of tell you the direction of the company. I had I wine and dine customers. I traveled. I mean, literally out of job, out of school job that was what I think what they teach you that you should get out of college. So it was great. Until it wasn't, because I was sitting in cubicle land in misery, okay? The spreadsheets were getting to me, the fake conversations were getting to me, the needing to do work after work was getting to me. I mean, I was like, what, what, what is this? <laughs> I'm 25 years old, 26, and I'm miserable. I feel like I'm 50. What is happening here? And now I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I mean, I can't quit. I have bills. I mean, what the heck? I'm making good money here. Why would I do that? That's dumb. Oh my gosh. But I don't like this. <laughs> Guys, I was miserable. I was so miserable. And it was not until I found myself on the opposite side of a severance package that I was able to get out of the misery. But when I got that severance package, there were two feelings. One was, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm free. Yay. What am I going to do? I'm free. I don't know, but I'm, I'm free. I'm happy. <laughs> And then the other side was, oh my gosh, how sad I'm going to die. I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm, in case you guys can't tell, I'm a little bit dramatic. Just a little bit. I was sitting around like, okay, I don't know if you guys are keeping count, but this is career number two that has gone up in smoke, okay? Blew up. Smokey the Bear can't help me. What am I going to do? How can I be jobless? I went to college. I'm <laughs> like, What? So I applied. I applied for all kinds of jobs. It didn't matter what it was. I just wanted to do something different from what it was I was doing, but I needed a job. And I got nothing. Guys, I went to interview after interview after interview for positions that I know I was qualified for, overqualified for, and I still didn't get it. And I'm like, what? One day, um, my cousin came to visit me, and she was bragging about her American Airlines job. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And she's like, why don't you think about becoming an airline? Um, you know, becoming, joining the airline, being a, a flight attendant. And guys, brace yourself with ignorance. I was like, what? No, girl. I, no, thank you. I have a career. Um, I Well, not right now, but I have a degree, okay? And I'm not about to push any drinks up and down a Nile. No, I'm good. And she was like, excuse me, that's not all we do. And I'm like, well, that's all I know that they do. That's what I see. I don't know. I'm just telling you that this isn't for me. Guys, oh, ignorance. When I tell you I'm cringing, I'm cringing. <laughs> I was just lost. My head was just not there, okay? I've become enlightened people, okay? So just, just understand that I'm not there anymore. <laughs> but I was like, no, thank you. And she was like, well, I mean, you said you need a job. You said your parents are complaining and thinking that you're, you've become a newfound bum. So... What are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, even if I did apply for a flight attendant, I would want to be a JetBlue flight attendant. And she said, well, JetBlue never hires, so good luck. 
And then two days later, guys, on my Facebook page, who pops up? JetBlue, hiring flight attendants. <laughs> and I was like, really, God? Is this a sign? Because it's feeling kind of signy. And I don't like it. <laughs> and I sat there for about a day or two. And I was like, I don't want to do this. But then, like I said, my parents were looking at me like, are you going to be turning into a waste person? Are you going to sit around and do nothing? So you're going to be homeless. You are going to be jobless. You are going to be a failure. Okay. <laughs> so I had to get up and I had to apply for the job. But I did so with all of the annoyance. Okay. All of it. Every annoyance, I had it. I did that application rolling my eyes all the way through to when I got my wings. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> okay. I was not happy to say the least. Until one day, the enlightenment came when I was on a beach on a Monday morning and reading a book. And I felt good. I wasn't pressed. I wasn't thinking I'm neglecting something. I was just really chilling on a beach on a Monday morning. And by contrast, just a short year ago, on a Monday morning, I had to prepare myself to tell the executives why I only have 1.5 million of the 5 million that I am required to gain for the company. Okay? I don't know if you guys understand what that 5 million, what that looks like, what that feels like. Okay? 5 million is still 5 million. And it, the stress, okay? The stress that I used to go under for that job is crazy. And here I was on, on the beach in California. What? <laughs> is this real? Is this possible? Can this, can this be like normal? It was, because I still do it. <laughs> I still do it. I'm still on the beach. I mean, not right this second, but yeah, I'm still on the beach on a Monday morning, on a Tuesday, on a random Thursday. Yeah. And I'm saying this and I'm telling you all of this because it took me a long time to get there. I wasn't able to enjoy that because I thought that I needed to be something that everybody else thought was amazing. What the societal standard of success looked like because it didn't look like a flight attendant that's not the the census right I even my own family members said to me when I said I was going to apply for the job oh that's just a glorified waitress and I thought I can't even be mad because I look he said the same thing when I first started and you know I've and now that I'm in it oh my gosh it's getting worse can I tell you guys I don't know if I can say this on air but they were like oh yeah flight attendants is an international hose <laughs> what me uh, I was oh god I was like what so I'm saying that I thought and I based my my understanding on what other people thought a good job was what I thought my parents thought a good job was my family members friends colleagues I wanted to go out and say I'm this and I'm that and it would command respect neglecting what it is that I was good at what actually aligned with who I am. Because being a flight attendant, there's a lot of dynamic um, aspects of it, right? I needed to be flexible enough to get up and go on a whim. I needed to be flexible enough to um, deal with delays and, and deal with all kinds of persons, um, kind people, not so kind people. There's also a rigidness and a structure that I have to have in order to be there on time, in order to be able to help and assist with a customer who is seizing. I have to be able to have sound mind to make sound decisions and structured, right? So, and that's, that's my ends, right? Like I said, you guys earlier, I have two sides of me. And this job is perfect for that. But I would not have willingly gone in it if I wasn't forced into it. 
And I'm thinking to myself, why? Why did it take me so long? What? Sis, come on. <laughs> come on. So that's what I said when I said catch flights, not feelings. I want you guys to, or because I don't know if it's just me, but if it isn't just me, then while I understand people can't get up and quit their jobs because I surely didn't, I want people to recognize that you have to start looking at what it is that makes you happy, what it is that you're good at, and know that the respect, the money, the prestige, the acceptance, those things will come once you embrace it, once you recognize who you are and take the step to be happy. Because I can guarantee you living how it is that you think other people would respect is not going to make you happy. I have too many lawyers and friends around me, nurses, lawyers, doctors, that are not happy. They're doing all the prestigious positions, but they're coming home and they're like, ugh. So it's taking off years of our life and I'm starting with a career because we can apply this to anything. But I'm starting to, with career because that's the thing that we spend a lot of our time with. A lot of our waking hours are spent doing what it is that we need to do to make money. So if we can't find happiness in that, then half of our life is gonna be unhappy. And it took me a little bit to figure that out. So when I said catch flights, I meant do what it is that makes you happy. Find those things, start putting a little bit of time towards it, even if it's just your lunch hour. And then not feelings means forget the, forget the others, forget the noise, the outside perspectives. And if your perspective matched the outside perspective, start looking in and finding what that perspective looks like and start doing that because you're the only person that's gonna live your happiness. They're not leaving your misery. So who cares if they think, you know, oh my gosh, it's a nice job. Oh my gosh, she's not living your misery. He's not living your misery. Why are we paying attention? No, we need to leave that, those feelings to decide and find our happiness. I know it sounds cliche guys, right? But <laughs> that's what it's called, how cliche. Honestly, we have to stop paying attention to the outside noise because sometimes those noise really really trap you so anyway that's another episode become a flight attendant no <laughs> just kidding but honestly if you want to it's great I mean you have no boss I go to work when I feel like it I take off when I feel like it nobody asks me any questions I go to a different city every day I work with different people I don't have to deal with office politics I mean it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> Catch flights, guys, not feelings. And I will see you again next episode. Bye.